Hello, and welcome to the weekly worship podcast for Fuquay Arena United Methodist Church. We think it's important, not just that you listen today, but we would invite you to worship with us today. If you'd like to further engage your faith or the community around you and like to partner with us, uh, please visit our website, fvumc.org, for more information. Also, we'd love to hang out with you on a Sunday morning, whether that's live, online, or in person. Online on Sunday mornings on our website or Facebook page or YouTube channel, you can enjoy the venue with us, which is a worship service crafted for community online, or you can join our live in-person services online at 1010 for our contemporary, 1115 for our traditional. If you'd like to worship in person with us, we have worship at 9 o'clock and 1010 for our contemporary worship services and 1115 for our traditional worship. At the end of the day, we believe that when and where you worship is not nearly as important as that you worship. And so we're so glad to be with you today, worshiping together. Good morning, friends. If we have not had a chance to meet yet, uh, I am Pastor Ray, and I am the pastor of Congregational Cater here at Fuquay Arena United Methodist Church. It is indeed a joy to be with you this morning. I want to begin by sharing a true story uh, from my life, which took place some years ago. I was invited, along with four of my friends, to share our testimonies, our stories of coming to Christ at an African-American church uh, down east in LaGrange, North Carolina. The five of us drove over to the church and we were welcomed so warmly and so well. Uh, The pastor ushered us into the church and we sat right on the front pew of the church. The singing was inspired and beautiful and lovely and spirited. The pastor's sermon was dynamic in every way. We had never heard a sermon as powerful as his sermon was uh, that evening. Then after he finished, he invited us, the five of us, one by one, to come up and share what what Jesus Christ had done and was doing in our lives. Each of us spoke for probably two minutes, no more than that. And when the last one of us had spoken, the preacher stood back up. He lifted his hands like this to the congregation. And spontaneously, they began singing these words over and over and over again. When I think of the goodness of Jesus... And all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, praise God for saving me. Over and over, for probably 15 to 18 minutes, we sang those words. It was an amazing experience. To this very day, When I reflect on God's goodness and grace in Jesus Christ, the image of us in that church singing those words over and over is the image that comes to me. Here's a question for you. When you think of the goodness and grace of God in Jesus Christ, what image or images come to your mind? I'd like to share with us an image which comes from Psalm 100. Perhaps you are already familiar with these words. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. 
It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Bless His name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and His faithfulness to all generations. Enter His gates with thanksgiving, we read in verse 4, and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and bless God's name. This morning, I'd like to talk about something that the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me about. It's something about which I have been very convicted. And perhaps what the Lord is sharing with me will be helpful for you as well. There was a medieval mystic theologian and philosopher named Meister Eckhart. And Meister Eckhart said, if the only prayer we ever pray is thank you, that would be enough. That may be an overstatement. However, we cannot overstate the importance of the power of gratitude in our lives. I'll say that again. We cannot overestimate the power and the importance of gratitude in our own lives. The novelist Alice Walker has written, Thank you is the best prayer that anyone could pray. She writes, I say that one a lot. Thank you expresses extreme gratitude, humility, and understanding. Over these past few years, I have allowed myself to become increasingly angry and anxious and upset because of all the things that are happening and have happened in our world. Who would have believed that we would still be dealing with a global pandemic which keeps mutating and mutating into new varieties? Who would have ever guessed that we would perhaps be facing something with the odd name of monkeypox? But more than that, my angst has been around the brokenness and division of our world and our nation, and yes, our church. So the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me about being more thankful. Rather than being so angry about what is happening, trying to live with a sense of gratitude. I'm not there yet, but I'm better than I once was. I'm getting better, and for that, I give thanks to God. In this period of history, when we are so divided as a nation, as a world, and yes, as a church, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could make America grateful again? Now, hear what I said. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could make America grateful again? Perhaps a sense of shared gratitude could at least loosen the walls of division which separate us and enable us to work for the common good. I'm not suggesting that simply expressing gratitude and living with an attitude of gratitude can change the world but it can certainly change our world, that world in which we live and move and have our being, 
that world in which we live and work and play, that world which lives inside of us. Gratitude is a profound biblical value. More than 70 times in the New Testament, we find expressions of thanksgiving, gratitude. In the Old Testament, we find more than 100 expressions of gratitude and thanksgiving. Gratitude is defined very simply in this way. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation and return kindness. In this journey of gratitude upon which I'm embarking, I read a very small book entitled appropriately, The Little Book of Gratitude. It is written by Dr. Robert Emmons, E-M-N-O-S. He writes that gratitude amplifies goodness. Gratitude rescues us from negative emotions. Gratitude connects us to others in meaningful ways. A-R-C. Gratitude amplifies goodness. Or, gratitude rescues us from negative emotions. And C, gratitude connects us to others in meaningful ways. Robert Emmons, E-M-N-O-N-S, The book is called The Little Book of Gratitude. I have found it immensely helpful. So I ask you this morning, as I continue to ask myself, for what are you grateful? For what are you thankful at this time in your life? For what are you thankful this morning? I have a challenge for us, including me. A gratitude challenge. I invite each of us to think of three persons, three names of persons who have profoundly touched our lives. Three persons who have invested their lives in our lives. Three persons who have poured their lives into our lives and helped us to become the persons we are today. My invitation is to write down those three names. You can do more if you'd like, but at least three. To write down those three names. To buy a nice card for each one of those. I know that we live in a world of text and emails, but let's go go all out. Buy a card for each one of those persons expressing your thanksgiving to them and to God for their presence in your life. Send each person each of those three persons a card expressing your thanksgiving to them. Three names, three cards. That's it. The other thing that I'm finding helpful that I would pass along to you is to keep a gratitude journal. Now, I don't do it every day. I'm not as faithful as I should be. But when something pops into my mind for which I'm grateful, I'll write it down in just a cheap notebook. It doesn't matter where you write it down, but a cheap notebook uh, is what I use. And I, I write something down and I find myself returning to it again and again and again to remember all of those things for which we are grateful, for which I am grateful. Gratitude is a profound biblical value and there is no way to overestimate the power of gratitude in our own lives. 
I began this morning with a story, and I would like to close with a story. Once again, it's a true story. It comes from the life of one of my faith heroes, a man named William Edwin Sangster, the Reverend William Edwin Sangster. He was a British Methodist preacher who was born in 1900 and died in 1960. He served a large church uh, back in that day in London, what we would call today a megachurch. He had a congregation of, of more than 3,000 persons, and he was a faithful pastor, and he visited from home to home. One evening, he was visiting a family in his congregation there in London. Because of the density of the population, they had a house that was tall but, but slender, so Dr. Sangster was visiting with the, the husband, the wife, and, and the young child down on the first floor of the house. Uh, they concluded the visit with Dr. S uh, Reverend Sangster praying. And as he was about to go, the father in the family said, well, well Reverend Sangster, we have another child uh, who is upstairs. She, she's upstairs at night. That's where she sleeps. Would you like to visit her? And he said, well, of course I would like to visit with her. So they, they went upstairs and they walked into her room and she was lying in a contraption known as a Phelps box beside a window so that she could look out into the night sky. Now this little girl, eight or nine years old, had curvature of the spine. And in that era, it was believed that a Phelps box, which looked remarkably like a coffin, could help with curvature of the spine. Uh, the person was, was placed in the box and strapped down so that their back was completely flat, and the person would lay in that position for many hours a day. With great sympathy, Dr. Sangster went over and began talking to this little girl, and he was surprised by so how vibrant and vivacious and thankful she was. And then as he was preparing to leave, he said, it must be so hard for you to spend so much of your life lying in this Phelps box. She surprised Dr. Sangster by saying, oh no, not at all. You see, at night, my daddy pushes my box over by the window so that I can look up into the night sky. I play a game with the stars. And Dr. Sangster responded, well, tell me about that. She said, I, I pick out the brightest star I can find. I point at it, and I say, thank you, God, for my mommy, who takes such good care of me. Then she says, I pick out the next brightest star, and I point at it, and I say, thank you, God, for my daddy, who loves me so well and takes such good care of me. Then she says, I pick out another star. I point at it and I say, thank you, God, for my baby brother who comes up and plays with me and is so very kind. I pick out another star and I say, thank you, God, for my nurse who comes every day to care for me and is so kind. And on and on this little girl went talking about pointing at stars, naming a person, and giving thanks. By this time, tears were running down Dr. Sangster, Reverend Dr. Sangster's face. But then the little girl said this, there's only one problem you see. And Reverend Sangster said, and what would that be? 
And the little girl said, there just aren't enough stars to go around. There just aren't enough stars to go around. Friends, let us live our lives with an attitude of gratitude. Let us be thankful, people. Let us conjure up images of God's goodness and God's grace and dwell on them often. So write three letters. Begin a gratitude journal. In one starry night, go out and look up at the stars and name all the persons and all the things for which you are grateful. Again, it's been great to worship together with you today. If you would like to engage your faith or the community around you, we'd love to partner with you in that. You can visit our website, fvumc.org, to find out more information on what that looks like or to reach out to us. I'd like to extend another invitation for you to come and join us online or in person on Sunday mornings live. Uh, And while you're on our website, uh, again, if this is a regular place that you find spiritual sustenance, we'd love to partner with you as we serve our community here in the greater Fuquay Varina area. Um, FVUMC.org slash give would help you uh, join in with us in all of the wonderful work that happens in and through this family of faith here at Fuquay Varina United Methodist Church. It's been great to worship together with you, and we look forward to doing it again soon.